All right, thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube. Hit the bell um, for notifications. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Comment down below and upvote the video itself. We're here with Kara McCutcheon, um, her her weekly hey. segment. Um, and unfortunately, we waited to record on just a little inside baseball for everybody on Saturday so we can see how the Lady Rebs did. The Lady Rebs fell in the Sweet 16. But overall, I, I mean, there's nothing you can take but excitement from this tournament if you're a fan of the Lady Rebs. Absolutely. I, I mean, I don't think we could have really asked them to play a better game um, last night. I mean, they were down by 10 at the end there. They were in the game the whole time, pretty much. Um, I would say uh, if Coach Yo had wanted to call out the officiating, I would have started her um, GoFundMe. Um, it felt like officiating was a letting a lot of aggression happen on just the one side of the ball. It was kind of like they could be aggressive, but we were not allowed to have that same kind of um, aggressive behavior. We kind of get called as much more, I felt. But, um, you know, some shots didn't fall the way they were before, but I couldn't have asked for them to play better. Yeah, and if you look at it, this game probably got lost. It was in the third quarter is the point where I think this game got lost, where Ole Miss would get it down to three points with the ball, with the chance to make it a one-point game or a tie game. And it, every time they would miss a shot, the Louisville would go down and get it back up to five. And then eventually you just knew the dam was going to kind of break a little bit. If they That was their moment to get back in the game, I think. Yeah, I mean – Honestly, though, I think you have to be proud of them, proud of the program. I think we got a lot of looks. Um, definitely put Ole Miss uh, basketball back on the map. I think the last time I really myself even got much into Ole Miss basketball was back when Van was there. Of course, I was like eight. But, um, you know, I, I was huge on uh, Van Chancellor back in the day. And I, I did see um, photos of him with Coach Yo. So it's good to see he's still kind of – paying attention and involved. Absolutely. And Coach O, you know, if you look at social media and everything going around the game, Coach O kind of became a star over the weekend. I mean, it was just about to explode as far as fandom for Coach O and everything she stood for. She she didn't really do put a step wrong. Um, and, I mean, she has built this up to where if she wants to, she's going to recruit the transfer portal very well. She's going to um, recruit normally very well. I mean, it's kind of all of in front her, don't you, of her, don't you think? You know, I think one of the things that – so I can say personally, I got a ton of people that messaged me about Cochio and how much they were listening to her story and her – you know, and just found it really inspiring. And they were like, you know, I think I'm going to start – rooting for Ole Miss to win this tournament or really be behind them. So even other fan bases um, were kind of getting behind her and really just appreciated what she said and what she stood for and uh, her story. And I think she's very inspiring, but I also think that she is just on, like herself. I think we just get her in front of the camera. Like she's just unapologetically Coach Yo. And um you know, she she's going to say her opinion. She's going to say what she feels, and she doesn't kind of put a front out there. And, um, you know, we're, we're seeing, if you if you looked at some of the things that her players said, 
about her. I mean, every single one said, I came to Ole Miss because of her, and I came to Ole Miss because of what she's done for me, and nobody took a chance on me until her. And um, so she gets these people playing for her, and um, I think she's going to do amazingly in recruiting because she seems like not only just a mentor in life as a teacher, but she truly cheers on her own players. She truly is their biggest cheerleader on and off the court. Yeah, absolutely. She's done a fantastic job. Nobody can really complain about her at all at this point because she went from 0-16, like her first year, 0-16 in the SEC. Slowly three years ago, um, NIT championship game, I think, played Rice. The next year, they played South Dakota in the NCAA tournament, and that was a big three-point team. Then this year, they get into the tournament, they play Gonzaga who essentially is that South Dakota team. But this time, they learned from it. Ole Miss ended up winning by like 25 points, got onto a little bit of a roll, upset Stanford in, what is it, Maples Pavilion, Maples Arena, um, whatever the South Carolina. Yeah, at at Stanford's home. Um, And then they get Louisville, who I think was a Final Four team last year. Yes, Um, yes. and, And this program is all trending in the right way. What do, what do you think this program outlook is moving forward? You know, she talked a lot about going through the portal and I think it's going to really hinge on two things. Um, I think we really need to get behind this program. We need to show up. We need to be there because if you look at LSU, if you look at Tennessee, if you look at uh, South Carolina, those programs continually stay great because they're packed like that LSU game for their women's it's completely full. And like there are fans all over this and and fans really need to get behind and support um this program because when people come they want that they don't want to play in an empty court um you know with very little fans so you got to create that atmosphere in recruiting and i think she does such a tremendous job of kind of trying to cultivate a culture and, and bring um people and engage people. And I, and I hope she gets that. Uh, the other thing I think is important is that recruiting aspect. And I think of her as a person, I think we are going to see, um, turn some heads, maybe pull some big recruits that out of some places that, uh, you know, maybe not have given Ole Miss a look before. Yeah. It's going to be really interesting to see, um, what happens there. Um, changing gears just a little bit. And this is just a take that I have, and I'm curious what you think about it. And I'm just absolutely shooting this at care with no preparation. So I apologize for that. But I think that the next two months in the big four sports are the most important two months in the history of Ole Miss athletics, because in football, they're trying to put themselves in the best possible situation before the schedule change, before Texas and Oklahoma, before the college football playoff expands, basketball, men's basketball, Chris Beard, coming on and, and trying to get put it, assemble a roster in the transfer portal. Coach Yo, women's basketball, trying to basically capitalize on this run that she's amazingly been on. And now this transfer portal is open for her as well. And baseball-wise, Ole Miss needs to make a regional this year. We know we got swept against Vanderbilt. I think we're recording this in the middle of the Ole Miss-Florida game. Last I saw, Ole Miss was winning 6-3. to three. Uh, but Ole Miss needs to be in a position to make a regional. They can't do what Mississippi State did last year. They can't win the national championship and just tank. 
They need to continue momentum, and that way all of the programs can be putting its best foot forward for 2024 because that is the year where everything changes, in my opinion. Yeah, I would agree. I think, honestly, I think for us, a lot of things changed when we won the national championship. I think mindset changed that if if we can see the success here, because for so long as Ole Miss fans, we've kind of been pigeonholed into this thought and told Ole Miss will never win anything. Ole Miss will never win anything. And I think finally winning um, really changed mindsets. And I think even with the athletics, you see, you see the football changing, you see basketball changing, you see the women's basketball. And, and I think even Coach Yo is a part of that. But I think just that, that change and shift of we got a taste and now we want it in everything. We want to be in the, in the, uh, Final Four, we want to be in a huge team that go makes it every year into the tournament, just like um, in women's and men's. We want to be in, the, like you said, the regionals. So I think what, you know, I think there's a shift in that, in the look now, and that's important. Um, but I also think uh, what you're bringing up football, like we got a tough road coming. We got probably one of the hardest schedules in all of college football. And I think how we perform in it is going to be, very telling um you got to come out of this schedule with a winning record all right you know speaking of football what's your thought on the quarterback competition so far what have have you heard what have you read so i'll be honest i've been kind of busy lately with work so i've been reading just a little bit um and i i love the comments i'll be honest i i i really appreciate like spencer sanders saying like i didn't come here you know just to sit on the sideline i'm i'm a competitor nothing has kept me from that uh, I like Jackson Dart's outlook on it. Um, as far as how it's going, I can't really comment too because I will be honest, I haven't read much. Um, I was kind of focused more on the ladies' mm-hmm. team, so have not read enough to know who's where or what they're seeing. But I, I do appreciate at least their competitive nature, their drive, some of the stuff I've read. Um, that sounds like it's pretty t- intense right now. So, yeah, it. it- Absolutely is. Um, apparently Walker Howard's impressing um, with what he's mm-hmm. doing. So, but I mean, he's so talented that that go, kind of goes without saying as well. Um, but we'll we'll find out about it on our Twitter Spaces on Tuesday. If anybody else wants to tune in, we'll be talking plenty of football because after that Tuesday will be the next um, football practice. The first open practice ended today. Um, we're not going to delve into that too much. We're going to save that for John Gillespie and myself on the morning show, Monday show. Um, but yeah, there's some, some interesting things are happening. But thanks again for making Locked On Ole Miss your first listen every day. Make sure you check out our brand new podcast. It's Locked On College Basketball. It has everything you need to know about college basketball in one place. Like this is the first Elite Eight that doesn't have a number one seed in the modern history of the tournament. Plus, you get to hear from big-name experts, insiders, coaches, and players. It's Locked On College Basketball, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcast. The team that Chris Beard assembled, the Texas Longhorns, they are probably, with UConn, the favorite to win the NCAA tournament at this point. So, in any pick care um, going into this? UConn, because it's my bracket winner. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you so much for stopping by today, and um, we'll talk to you Tuesday. Hotty toddy. Hotty toddy.